What's up, you degenerates? It's the Lefty Line with your uncle, Lefty, Mike McGimsey. And this is the podcast where no holds bar. We get to keep venting on what's going on during the lockdown. What a time to start a podcast, especially during the lockdown. We got nothing else to do. We might as well listen to this podcast. And you know what? This is the podcast where the whistle... On the referee, it stays in his pocket. He ain't calling any penalties. He ain't, he ain't throwing the flag. You know, he's not sending anybody to the box. And nothing is getting cut. It's uncut, untrimmed kind of podcast, if you know what I mean. And listen, this is Uncle Lefty, and I'm here to give you the gospel of Lefty. And I'm going to tell you this. There's going to be no dirty looks from across the Thanksgiving table in this one. And my guest for the inaugural podcast is Baby Bro. Baby bro, AJ, man, how how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Nice you, opening. I like that. Yeah, you like you like the you like, like the little it. intro. The opening's nice. You all right? First off, you need to shave. You kind of look like Pirate Steve, you know, from Dodgeball. You know, Yerg. I I think it looks. Peter. I see nothing wrong with this. I hair. I see a lot wrong with the facial hair. You look like a poor man's Jeff McNeil. Wow, that that that's that goes deep. New York fans know, but probably no one else. Um. Everybody, come on! We're we're New York, we're New York, New Jersey people around here, and you know what's you know what's going on. We got a full loaded show today. All right, AJ, I got I got something. We got a review. We got Lefty's review on Love Is Blind and Too Hot to Handle. We're gonna talk about the Last of Us Two debacle, NFL draft best moments, and also, listen. I first off, I want to I want to get at it is. You've been walking around the house like a goddamn spider crawling on the walls during this whole lockdown, just avoiding everybody. And to be honest, I do appreciate it a little bit. I mean, what am I, what else am I supposed to do? I I don't want to. I'm I'm supposed to be at college. I was supposed yeah, to be at college too. this entire time. Me be too. Away from be away from everybody. And well, that, that kind of shit down the drain. Yeah, but. totally shit down the drain. Totally shit on my head. My last well, seven weeks of college is gone. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, oh, well, go work. And this is me working. Welcome to work, AJ. It's like bring my child to work day. And I brought my little brother who looks like Littlefoot from Land Before Time. You really had to bring that up on yeah. this? Yeah, really of course had I had to bring that up on this. Come on. Oh, <laughs> you know oh, that. that hurts. That hurts. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to abuse you, AJ, tonight. <laughs> I'm totally going to abuse you. We're recording this the weekend before our first opening show on Monday, and this will be out on Monday. So if anything we miss, you know, be easy on me. This is a work in progress, this first podcast, and you know it. You, 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 you totally you, get what I'm I, I can definitely hear you in the radio here. Working on the radio, working on your radio station, you yelling at every mistake. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit, shit. <laughs> how, how bad? How bad was I recording? Oh, uh, there's some times where you just you just hate it. You, you, I walk into your room once and you're just like, get the fuck out, just get the fuck out. I'm a perf- I'm a perfectionist. I'm a perfectionist. I I want things to go well. And to be honest, I was better when it was live. For some reason, it always came across better. When I it's it's go time, it's game time. It's just let's light the mics up and let's roll. Well, I think there's more pressure on the pre-recorded because you you want to sound perfect. On the radio, you know you can just flow. Yeah, I mean, on the radio, you kind of can't get a second shot when when you're doing it live. And now all the voice tracking we're doing, it's been it's been a little much. But you know what? I'm I'm glad I did. I got I'm glad I got the experience. And you know what we got to talk about, AJ? We've been. 
We've been cooking it up. We've been chefing it up around here. I've been like yes. your sous chef. Yes, yes, we have. Yeah, I've been like your shoe chef. Shoe chef. What? Can I speak tonight? I mean, sous chef. Thank you, AJ. Sous chef. Yeah. Um, I've been like your. I I've, what been, you're doing. I've been like I've been like your Pablo, like the the sous chef, like sea chef. Yes, yes. Well, yeah. I've just been finding recipes online and just following the recipe. I'm like my mother, but yeah, yeah. Mom, like our, our mom, doesn't give. A flying fuck about a recipe. She's oh, like, no. she's like, yeah, no, 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 more salt. Yeah, no. She she cooks off a feeling. We yeah. cook, we cook as like you know, I, I we're read, we're I building read. an atom bomb. It's well, like I, the Manhattan Project. Well, I read directions and yeah. I, I follow them. I, I follow directions. You gotta follow directions. And now a little story for all you listeners out there. Our older brother Matt been talking all sorts of shit. Been talking that shit. Been talking that smack about how he cooks. And how he is actually better than me and AJ. Me and AJ made a Tuscany chicken and made a roux. I didn't even know what the fuck a roux was until AJ goes, oh, we got to make a roux. I'm like, all right, uh, is that a bird? Mom, mom said roux, and I, th- I thought it was like, I, d- I didn't even know. It was, it, she said roux, and she said, you're making a sauce. You're basically making a cheesy sauce. And I was like, okay, I, I, I guess that's what we're doing. I get, I... <laughs> I was floor. I was room master though. You did do well on the room. I was room master. What else did we make? We made um crab uh, crab mac and cheese. The crab mac and cheese was, was was dope. I was all about that. You know, I we got that canned crab. I was massaging it before. <laughs> you know, taking care of it because you know you need a little bit of sweat in your food. You know, just to make it taste right. A little bit of work and a little bit of you know. Just that zest. I hope you wash your hands before that. Oh, of course I wash my hands. It's Rona season, bro. You got to wash your hands. Yes, you do. Yeah, so my brother Matt, every time we send him a meal, that he likes to send him, send AJ especially, you know, whatever he's been cooking. And it's become like a like a little bit of like a beef, like a, like a chef cook-off. It's like, it's, like the, it's like the Jets and the Sharks. A little, a little bit of a beef, a little bit of a beef. Huge beef. What do you, what do you think, AJ? You, I, don't, I, I, don't fall, I don't fall for his shit. I, I think his girlfriend cooks all of his meals. It, I, it, she it, does. I just, I, we cook it ourselves. We have pride in it. And I think Matthew is, lets his girlfriend do all the work and he takes all the credit. Yeah, his girlfriend's doing all the heavy lifting in that house. We all know that. Yeah, big, yeah, that's a big rip. That's a big rip. <laughs> Matt's going to text me after this and be like, oh, you want to talk shit? First oh, podcast? Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm going to talk shit. And he's down in Texas. Yeah, well, you know what? It's time for I think it's time for a cook-off. You know, we we do need Matt, you know, away from the great state of Texas and and in Jersey, you know, to go and, you know, show his stuff. And and listen, there ain't no scrambled eggs gonna be happening in this. And like with his, you know, he's throwing in, you know, peppers, he's throwing in, you know. He throws everything that's in the refrigerator that can possibly be edible into eggs. Yeah, I mean it's kind of it's it makes no fucking sense to me. Um, some of them, some of his things are good. Some of his things are good. He he started talking to him like big talk. He's like, I made a stuffed salmon the other day. Do you not even know what goes in a stuffed salmon? Well, yeah. I could get yeah, I can guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I I I try to be patient with him, but he started the beef. It's gonna have to come down to a cook off, and you know what I've seen hasn't impressed me. At all, good. I I I'm Team AJ. I well I have to be. I'm your I'm your assistant. I mean, I'll I'll feel kind of betrayed if you didn't. You're like the magician. I'm the guy who's getting cut in half. <laughs> One slip of the saw, AJ, and I'm down for the count. You know, I'm, I'm not even going to get into that analogy, but yeah, 
Yeah, I agree with it. It is a hell of an analogy. So let's get into this one. I know it's a little bit late, but the NFL draft, just a weird NFL draft to begin with. I'm a Giants fan, and I like the Giants draft. You know, shout out Nate Van Campen, who was talking his smack about the Giants draft picks. You know, I don't know how he became a Ravens fan. Kind of questionable. But the NFL draft from home was just odd. It was weird. It was really weird. Everyone's everyone's at home, and everyone, it was just Roger Goodell in his lounge. I, I thought he was drunk half the time. I, I did, too. Like, when it got to those later periods where he was, like, lounging on the couch, I was just like, you okay, buddy? <laughs> he got tired. His feet were hurting. Yeah, but you do that for a whole night. You can't at least and, and stand in front. You're, you have breaks. You have commercial breaks. He's got, he, he, he needs to get orthotics or some shit. All right, here comes the first Uncle Lefty Top 3 of the Lefty Line, the podcast. And number three of the NFL, the best parts of this NFL draft. Three, the coaches' houses. Oh, yeah. I love oh, yeah. the coaches' houses. Um, my favorite, you can probably already guess my favorite, Mike Zimmer's house. Mike Zimmer didn't have to go to a grocery store at all during the coronavirus. You look on his wall, there's a big-ass elk on his wall that just oh, looks yeah. terrified because he saw Mike <laughs> Zimmer packing a hog with a rifle going, there you are. <laughs> I loved his house. You also look at like a couple of the other guys' houses. You know, Joe Judge, I know everyone made the joke on Twitter, on Instagram, that it kind of looks like a porn shoot. Kind of looks like the casting couch. He but probably just moved. 100% just he moved. probably the... just moved. He probably got that apartment in Hoboken. Yeah. I mean, probably good property up there. I would say just for a simple move to your base there. But, you know, one of my favorite moments from it, definitely was belichick's dog oh how belichick's dog was drafted was drafted players for him? oh yeah no that was my favorite part because the dog just had a blank face and it just it was looking at the screens and everything choosing all decisions i think that's how belichick actually runs his organization i i i, th I think him and his dog are really calling the shots on this and you, to be honest you look at belichick and he actually looked happy i feel like if belichick could coach football from home from his couch he totally would oh my god he would He's probably loving this right now because he doesn't have to talk to anybody. Oh yeah, he doesn't have to talk to a single soul. There was a bunch of there was a bunch of great coaches' houses though. I love Bruce Arians like sitting by the pool. Oh yeah, he's he's fully into the Tampa life now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He he moved down to Florida. You're you're, you're retiring. That, that's basically <laughs> retirement. He goes, you know what? I'm basically retiring early, and I'm gonna go live in Florida and just go coach the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And well, now it's, he's got an, an easier job than ever with Tom Brady and, and the Gronk on his team. That that surprised me. Brady surprised me. It really did. Gronk didn't really. I knew he was gonna come back. I was hearing chatter that he was gonna come back. And... Well, everybody did for a while, but you never really thought it would be like actually happening oh oh my god is it happening it's happening i i could see it. he was gonna he was gonna come back in certain ways he wasn't gonna stay away from for long all right let's get into the second point and this one i just thought was just funny to begin with the player's girlfriends oh yeah though i mean my opinion on that is I, it's okay that they're there it's just some of the funny stuff that was going on like some of the mothers pushing the girlfriends away and hugging the boyfriend first. Yeah, that one. That one is a good point. That one really was eye opening to me. The one I forgot which player it was, but this one guy gets drafted and his girlfriend just jumps. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god! And 
bitch, you know she's holding on to this guy now for dear life. Um, and the mom literally grabs her, probably grabbed her by the ponytail, is like, get the fuck out of here, bitch. Like, this is like this is my child. You come in second. All right, I give the first hug. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. You had the one defensive tackle who got drafted by the Panthers, and you know he, he's already he's already got a kid. Yeah, <laughs> you watch him on on the ESPN footage of all the draftees, and like he's carrying his kid around um, during his pro day and everything. And a couple of coaches are like, "Hmm," <laughs> <laughs> Not, they don't really say anything. They just go, "Hmm, wow." <laughs> I mean, now he has, now he has enough money to. Feed that kid something school he wants. Yeah, Do right. Do anything he wants, really. Buy him anything. That kid's going to have the greatest life now. Oh, great job. First round draft picks. Little, little stats for you. Little statistics for you. The average contract for a draft for a first round draft pick is from from six million dollars to eight million dollars, and sometimes more with signing bonus. Um, just ridiculous. Think about Joe Burrow. I uh, well, I mean, I'm happy for him. Dude was discounted for most of his career. Finally goes to LSU, wins a national championship. Coach O. Gets to be a number one first-round draft pick. And, hey, hard work pays off. Yeah, I, I thought, like, I mean, but his setup was good. It was just his mom and his dad. <laughs> And they're sitting, and they're sitting beside him, like you know, like they're in the principal's office at school. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, okay, uh, it's time to get drafted by uh, the the Cincinnati Bengals." Um, it sounded like Andrew Luck for a second. You did sound like Andrew Luck. Oh uh, well, uh, I really like math, and uh... I don't know why everyone makes fun of him. He's a good guy, just because he, he is. Just because he reads a lot he's doesn't just mean. Funny. Just the, here's the thing. Yes, he's a good guy. That doesn't mean I can't make fun of him unmercifully. <laughs> you know what was all right? Getting back onto the girlfriends thing. Um, did you see CD Lamb? Oh, uh, is it is that the guy who uh, snatched the phone out of the girlfriend's <laughs> so, hand? So, so I'll give you the picture if you didn't see it. CD Lamb has two phones. You know, he's like the Kevin Gates song. All right, he has he has both his phones. One he's one he's on the phone with whatever GM he's getting drafted by. I believe he got he got drafted by the Raiders. Um, he's on the phone with Gruden and Gruden's grinding him. You know. <laughs> Giving him that Gruden face. You ready to play football for the Las Vegas Raiders, man? I know you're ready. And he's got the bat phone, you know, like he's got the he's got the oh, plug yeah, phone and the side phone. Yeah, he's got yeah he's got two phones. And while while he's on the phone with Gruden, he's got his girlfriend grabs his phone. He gra- she grabbed the bat phone. You never grab the bat phone. No. Yeah, you can't grab the bat phone. And he, the the he goes with his two fingers and goes whoop and pulls the other phone away and just gives her a look like are you fucking kidding me on tv that that one made me laugh a lot and the, girl, and, the girl, and the girl's face just smiling there after like knowing what she was go- what she was doing she knew what she was going to try to do i mean thinking about cd lamb like you don't know who is hitting you up at that point it could be exes of exes of exes that are hitting you up and he might not have been doing anything but let's say he was. <laughs> let's just let's play devil's advocate and say he's got the side girl going. Oh my god, thank you. Oh my god, you're gonna be you're gonna be great. I can't wait to watch you. I've already bought your jersey. And then and then you know, uh, wifey over there looks at the phone and goes, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah, that's nightmare scenario that you you don't want to have. It's Defcon. That's Defcon six, AJ. That's that's terrifying. Do you know how? T- <laughs> I oh, would- no, it is. And and 
I, you know what? I applaud him for snatching it away because some things, some things you gotta keep personal. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. There was, I mean, then you had like coach, you had like coaches with like their wives or like with their families. That was always funny. I mean, I, this one's, this one goes back to coaches' houses, but Mike Vrabel and his mutant kids were just, <laughs> were just hilarious. I love the one, he had the one kid. With the mullet looking like oh, Joe yeah. Dirt. He's looking like the Tiger King over there, like Joe Exotic. Goddamn Carol Baskins. <laughs> and Damn I will. God, goddamn Carol Baskins. <laughs> Literally hilarious. Um, and his one kid who, kid who was like Green Man, you know, just chilling there. And the number one for me had to be just Roger Goodell's awkward ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, so awkward. Like, you know, he's looking at TV. He goes, he goes, let me hear the booze. And everyone, I would have been on there like, fuck you. <laughs> flipping them off. <laughs> I, I would have been flipping them off too. Like, the dude, like you can't even tell me the dude's not corrupt. He, 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 I get it, he's a businessman, but some of the awkward things he did. Like, did you see that video of him dancing and everything? Yeah, no, he, yeah, that's that's nightmare juice for you, AJ. If you want to have some, we've already been having strange dreams during lockdown. We've already talked about that. That is just terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. I, when I saw that video, I was just like, why, why, why make people hate you even more? <laughs> I don't think that's going to stop anytime soon. So that's, that's Uncle Lefty's top three for the week. We're moving on. And this one, AJ, we, we both watch this. It's our first time. It's the Lefty Review. And we have been watching a whole heap of Netflix movies, Amazon Prime, whatever. You you name it, I've watched it, okay? And I will tell you this, me and AJ here, we love love. We love love so much, but we don't like we don't just like any kind of love. We love reality show love. That's the only kind of love that matters at this point. I don't care if it's real. I don't care if the I don't care if it's because cameras are on. I love love. And I love love is blind. Okay, so that's going to yeah. be the first one we talk about is Love is Blind. If you haven't watched the show, I would totally get, tell you to give it a watch. It's kind of worth it. Even if you're a dude and, you know, you're thinking like, oh, it's like The Bachelor. It really is not. AJ, like, what you think of this thing? Honestly, going through it, I, I actually introduced it to you uh, because a girl at college introduced it to me. And I thought it was interesting. I just love how it's kind of goofy in a way i mean when you're bored at college and you just have to watch a show and put it on and show it to you and we started watching it together and wild absolutely wild now me and aj watched this show like we were coaching a goddamn basketball team we're going like we got to get him out get mark out pull mark out of the game he, he, he's messing up, he's not using his left hand, not rebounding, not playing defense, and all that happened because he was, he was, you know, the whole concept of the show is love is blind, and you have to see the person who you made a connection with, you have to ask them to marry him. I love the ultimatum. I love how there's an ultimatum to this show. We talk about some of the couples. Um, Mark... Cuevas and Jessica Batten. Jessica Batten oh. just makes my dick shrink. <laughs> it. I mean, I felt bad for him throughout the entire show. I. I, I honestly, I really did. <laughs> it was. It was like abuse for the poor guy. I. I. I, I felt uncomfortable 
every time that like you just couldn't see what was going on. Yeah, I was like the this one girl like she was all about this one this one dude and Matt Matt Barnett. Barnett. Yeah, everyone called him Barnett. Barnett was Barnett's like the frat bro that you just love to have a beer with at, you know, at your favorite dive bar. But he was then like to be honest He's not that bad of a dude. The girl that he picked for him, Amber Pike, who was like she that chick worked on tanks. AJ, like what a what a woman. <laughs> I will tell you that. But let's get get back to Jessica. One is the voice. All right, yeah. yeah. And then like her voice changes. Like she'll talk normal, and then she'll switch over to like you know baby voice. And it made no sense. It made just zero sense to me. Um, and you know, we, we saw this not working out because eventually they make decisions at the altar to say yes or no. And had, and to be honest, we had a lot of no's. <laughs> I, 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 as soon as I saw it, like midway through, even after like the Island, I was like, this isn't, this isn't good. They're not going. She's not going to say yes. Another one of my favorite, just favorite things I watched on the show was Damien Powers who this big red-headed dude, red-headed beard, quiet, kind of reserved, nice dude, and this girl, Giannanin, I can't even pronounce her name. Um, we just, Everyone just called her G on the show eventually, just because like the, pronouncing her name is like do, is like doing calculus homework. Um, that, that whole relationship just made no sense from the jump. It was... She was just crazy. She was, uh, I was, I was, there was a couple of scenes where she was just like, they would fight and they would just, she would just go batshit. She would just go batshit crazy. <laughs> and I was just like, and this, whoa. And this poor guy, Damien, literally is, was probably like the most reserved he could be. Oh God, yes. My favorite part is like, you know, at the wedding day, he goes, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. And she's running out. Oh, she's like running out of she the trips. wedding hall. <laughs> yeah. She falls down and trips and gets mud all on her dress. I'm like, this is what I paid for. Listen, if we're going to, if we're going to do uh if we're going to do a, a numbering system. We'll, we'll do like an Uncle Let the IMDB system. I give it a I give it a seven point three. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. It, it's it's a solid show, girly show. Oh yeah, a, totally gr- girly gr- show. Gr- girly show. I Bachelor. watched The Bachelor too. I'm all about it. <laughs> Pilot Pete was a bitch. <laughs> I didn't wa- I didn't watch much of that. I didn't I didn't watch. Yeah, much you of that. didn't miss much. <laughs> but Love Is Blind, very interesting. Do we have to say? Lo- love the concept of it. Uh, yeah. No. Some of those relationships. I, there was one that I that I, I felt really bad for. That was Kenny. Oh, poor I, Kenny, I man. felt bad for Kenny. Hey, Ke- hey Kenny. Kenny gets the purple. Kenny gets the purple heart for this one. I'll tell you. Oh, but, I bad. but let's move on to the to the second show, and it is too hot to handle. Netflix is in the business of of like you know relationship shows. Oh, they saw is- the they saw the success of Bachelor, and now they have too hot to handle. Too hot to handle, honestly, is a goddamn train wreck. And it's and the reason why it's a train wreck is it's just filled with just train wreck human beings. <laughs> The reason why I say it is they're all people that are basically Instagram models. A lot of them are Instagram models or they do some weird odd job that like, you know, you kind of keep off the books off your taxes. And 
I will tell you this: the the show it kind of it turned me off the later and later it went. You know, me and AJ were watching it. We only had one character we liked. And his name was Matt, but everyone called him Jesus. And to be honest, he was the Colorado Jesus. Oh, yes. And to be... To be, do you think that guy and he totally sells weed like you, like, guy, like if <laughs> you look at him yeah. you would go yeah yeah you probably sell weed <laughs> no yeah. he probably grows it he probably goes oh, I'm no, a yeah. farmer and he's really just selling weed on the side but he he was honestly the best part of the show he was at least, he at least was normal everyone else was just too cringeworthy it was just they couldn't interact with each other without it was just a whole big sex fueled yeah thing, and and, and the whole show is about celibacy, <laughs> which yes. is hilarious. And the whole concept is you can't kiss each other. You can't touch each other. No heavy petting. And you can't do anything like that or else you lose money. And there's a big cash prize at the end. Um, there's a couple. There's one other character that kind of really stood out to me. And it was the guy Bryce who lived on his boat. Yeah. Now, I and the, the, mu- only the musician. Mu- yeah, the musician. The only, the only question I have is like – living on your boat man what's that like like do you have to pay like you don't pay taxes i guess it's a one-time purchase and I, he probably does pay tax it's probably lighter on him because he's not owning a, a home probably still has to pay boat insurance or i don't even know if they have to but boat insurance i i, I guess big time boat insurance i mean like but still, like, it's still kind of creepy being like, hey, you want to come back to our, my boat? Yeah, no. That's I'll, a murder scene waiting to yeah, happen. I would just think I'm going to get dumped off somewhere in, like, the Pacific. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like it's like the scene out of The Sopranos. <laughs> like, they got cinder blocks. Um, My rating for this one, my Uncle Lefty rating, comes to about a, it comes to about a 5.7. And it wasn't – it was just annoying after a while. These people weren't real. They weren't real people. Yeah, no. They they couldn't interact with each other without... Like, they, they couldn't hold a basic conversation sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it kind of... Sh- like, like the one girl, Francesca. What do you do for work? Instagram. You make enough money off of Instagram? And she goes, yeah, I quit my other job for, to just do Instagram. What the fuck is... What the fuck is this human being? <laughs> Goddamn creature well, out now, there. Now you have most of those out now. Instagram models and everything. And it's just... You know, do what you want to do. <laughs> In the nicest way you can say, do right? What you want to do. You've been very reserved this cast, AJ. I love your I love your I love that you're not easy on the trigger like I am. I'm just blowing these people away. <laughs> I, there should be so there should be some I'll, I'll give context. How about yeah, that? how about context? All right, getting into our last thing and I know you really were into it. I I told you about it to get you into it. You're welcome. <laughs> the Last of Us 2. Now, I played The Last of Us, the first one, and on the PlayStation, I'm not a PlayStation guy, I'm an Xbox guy, and I know a bunch of people will make fun of me calling me a child, and yes, I am a little bit, but I played The Last of Us on the PS3, I believe it is, and I was floored by it. I, I love games with a great story, I think that's what drives it, but they came like the last of us two was coming out and you saw the trailer. You're like, okay, I can kind of get into this a little weird with, with this, where, the, where they were going to, you know, go with the characters well, and very some dark. Yeah. It, was... it, it, it had a very dark feeling, which I was okay with. I was very okay with that, but the leaks came out and then the leaks came out. We won't even go into the leaks 
but you'll probably, you'll probably you'll probably get taken off. Yeah, right. Anything. I'll get I'll get Sony's gonna like rip <laughs> Sony. <it> off. <laughs> yeah, Sony's been going around on a manhunt, just destroying everybody about these leaks. Um, and it's just like they they kill off main characters in dumb ways. It just makes no sense, but it just shows like how like once these people heard the leaks, the game is is gonna is gonna plummet. It, this game's going to hell, and it's not coming back. A lot of people have told me, like, wait wait until the game comes out, play it. You don't know how it's going to, like, unfold. And, I already but, know how it's going to unfold. We already know the story. Yeah, but, like, the, the leaks still ruined it. The leaks still... And just the way they take the story and how you're going to play with a person who killed one of your favorite characters... Makes no I mean, sense. It just... It, I, I, I give credit to the voice actors and people who are doing it, animation, writers and storyboard people fucked up. Oh yeah, totally. But and also think about this, AJ. Over ninety percent of video games fail. Over ninety percent of video games fail. And some don't even come out because they're already losing money. Most video games lose money. And this and this one's just totally gonna lose money, especially after everybody heard about the golf club thing. Yeah, you're already hearing pre-orders are starting to, like, people are just canceling the pre-orders, say, I'm not going to spend money on this, because it's just, the way they did it, I was very excited for the game. I really was. I, I was, too. I was, I was so hyped for the game. Um, I will t- But I will tell you this. It just shows, you know, how, in, how people how fanboys especially how listen we're all fanboys at the end of the day we all love these games and we all kind of like the story and just showing how people with an agenda can come in and ruin it i don't know what i don't know what they're trying to push like you know like their little deep state you know kind of kind of ploy for it but i it's first when you have to do a story and when you're introducing those type of concepts you don't do it by pissing off a huge amount of fans by killing basically two of the main characters. We're not sure about one other, but, and you're going to play as the killer and you're just, and you're pushing this. Whole, if the story is done right, then you can add those elements. I agree. But at the end of the day, when you just, oh, we're just going to use a golf club to, to kill away your main characters. And then you're going to play as the character that kills the main, that kills one of the main characters in, in the entire story, and you're supposed to like justify how like their reasoning some way. No, no, yeah, I, I just <laughs> no, no, no. You're, just, no, you're just gonna have, you're just gonna want to like stand there and not play it anymore. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's how you see how game companies can drop the ball. Yeah, have you seen the memes? Oh yes, I've seen the memes are the best the part about it. I love. Um, the Tom and Jerry one about it. That's my favorite one. Um, I'm I'm not I I'm heartbroken about the game and how it's going. N- not gonna buy it now. I'm out. I'm, I I'm pulling my cards out. I'm like Al Pacino. It, I'm like I'm out of here. <laughs> Just throwing my arms up and, and running out. But I will tell you this, AJ. Thank you for joining me for the first for the first 
podcast, man. It is the lefty line. You scuzzbags. I'm all about you guys. I'm going to be doing this. It's going to be coming out every Monday. Let's make the beginning of the week good again, all right? Let's save Monday because Monday sucks, all right? And I hate Mondays. AJ, final thoughts. Um, I like your setup. Thanks, man. Better. You like the layer? I, I do like the layer. It's, it's your room. Yeah, right? I love the layer. I'm all about the layer. Humble beginnings. Humble oh, beginnings. oh, we're grassroots all the way. Uh, yeah, you you know it. Well, thank you for joining us. We'll be on next Monday. Keep it on with the Lefty Line. Hit me up on Twitter at the Lefty Line, and you guys can give me some questions for next week. How about that? I love to answer questions. Give some Lefty advice. Some awful advice. It's gonna it's gonna be awful. But it's all about you guys. It's Uncle Lefty, and I'm out. <laughs>